Welcome to the podcast, Guiding the Perplexed. This is Saul Weinreb, beginning our study of the um, book of the Rambam, Guide to the Perplexed. And uh, I suggest that you listen to the introduction so that you understand the format of how this is going to work. And of course, um, the format may change as we progress through this um, incredibly uh, an interesting, informative, and educational um, book of Guide to the Perplexed, and may the merit of the Rambam help us all, guide us all, at least a little bit out of the perplexion that we all have in our lives. And may we, um, that's just a little prayer for us to start with, and um, let's begin. So the Rambam starts with a letter he's writing to his student, Rabbi Yosef. Interestingly, in this letter, um, he reminisces a little bit about how the relationship between this Rabbi Yosef and the Rambam began. And he begins by saying, My precious student, Rabbi Yosef, may God protect you, son of Rabbi Yehuda, may his soul rest in peace. Back when you came to me, I knew that you decided, Rabbi Yosef, you decided that you wanted to come and journey from a faraway country because you wanted to study under my guidance. And when I first heard of you, I thought highly of you. I thought, oh, this is, this is a good guy. He's, he's, this person is smart. He's educated. And why did I think that, the Ramam says? Because I saw that you had a tremendous desire to learn and because when you initially introduced yourself to me, you introduced yourself to me with a letter in which you included poems, right? And in these poems, you expressed your desire to study, your desire to learn, your desire to learn the mysteries of the world. And because I, 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 when I got these letters from you, the Rambam says, which you wrote from Alexandria, I had not yet really been had a chance to to meet you and talk to you and see if this was real. But it was a good start, the Rambam says. So this is kind of like, this is uh, my own commentary now, this is kind of like what happens when a person goes on a job interview. But before the job interview, he sends a resume or a CV in the academic world. We look at the resume and we read, often there's an essay included. We're impressed. But we don't know yet what's going to happen when we really meet the person. So the Rambam said, when all I had was your resume, so to speak, and the poems, I thought to myself, the Rambam says, maybe he just, he has a lot of desire, but does he have the skills? He's able to express a tremendous desire to learn. But I didn't yet know if you had the skills necessary to study. So then the Rambam says, I accepted you. You came, and when I met you, and you started to read and study with me, we began to study. And what did we study? What did we start? We studied the sciences of astronomy, and especially mathematics. Why did we study these things? Because, um, because I saw in you, the Rambam says, 
that you had a tremendous desire to learn mathematics and you understood that mathematics is the basis for understanding astronomy. Without mathematics, you wouldn't know astronomy. So the Ramam is demonstrating that we study texts together that provide a progression of knowledge. You need the basics in order to understand the things that are more than that. And at this point, the Rambam says, I was able to see how intelligent you were, how you were able to grasp the concepts that we were studying. And at this point, I was much happier with, with you. And I learned that not only can you write nice poems and express a desire for knowledge, but you actually had what it took to get the knowledge. And then at this point, we moved on from mathematics to, to logic. And now I knew, the Rambam says, now I knew that I had tremendous hopes for you. And at this point, I realized that I could teach you not just the, the scientific knowledge, but now we can start approaching the books of the prophets. We can start looking at the books of the prophets and we can reveal the secrets of the books of the prophets. At this point, I realized that you had the skills necessary to interpret those prophets properly and understand those secrets which only those that are intelligent can truly understand when they study the prophets. At this point, I started giving you little flashes, little hints, little ideas and indications that you know what? You can get it. You can learn it. You can understand it. And I started dropping hints. And this is how the Ramam is going, this is a commentary from me now. The Ramam is going to approach us through the entire book. He's going to drop hints. He's going to drop little ideas, little flashes of ideas in order to help guide us through the mysteries of understanding what the Torah means when it says certain things that we don't understand, what the prophets meant when they said certain things which seem to conflict with what we already know to be true. At this point, now the Rambam says, you reacted to me, right, by, by, by asking me these questions. You started talking to me about the divine matters, the things that are found in the Torah, the things that you found that are difficult. And you asked me, you said, I want to know, what is, how, how do I reconcile these things? And specifically, the Rambam mentions, you asked me about, there was an important Islamic sect called the Mutakalamun, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but the Mutakalamun were a large Islamic sect of many important spiritual thinkers, and the Rambam obviously had read their works widely and respected them widely, and the Rambam will throughout the book refer to the Mutakalamun, um, and, uh, and um, refer to them both in the areas that he, that he um, admired what they said and agreed with what they said and that their ideas shed light on various parts of, the, of Tanakh, of the Torah and the prophets. And he will also specify the areas in which he disagrees with them and in which um, he felt that Judaism offered a different path, that the Torah of God offered a different path than the, this Islamic group. This is really important because now we see how the Rambam, we're starting to see, and we're going to learn this more, that the Rambam read and understood religious philosophies that were different than his own. So he mentioned mathematics, he mentioned astronomy, he mentioned the science of logic, and now he's mentioning the, the studies and the ideas 
of other religious cultures to whom he was exposed and from whom he learned much. So you asked me, the Rambam says, now I'm going back to the Maimonides letter, you asked me, Yosef, to, when we started encountering these mysteries, well, what do those, what do the Mutakalamun say? What do they say? And you wanted to know from me if, if, if their ways were good. Do they have a good way of interpreting these verses and ideas or not? And at this point, I was able to see that it wasn't, that you had had already some exposure to this. It wasn't just me that you were asking these questions to. I saw that these ideas had already been on your mind. You had already started to see these mysteries and these unusual places where the verses conflict with knowledge. And you already knew that there were people trying to reconcile these things in the form of the Islamic group, the Mutakalamun. And therefore, you are asking me now what I had to say, and specifically here, what Judaism has to say on these issues. And you were confused. You were perplexed. And at this point, your heart wanted to find acceptable words, things that made sense. You were looking for something that made sense. The, the Mutakalaman started to offer you a path, but you turned to me as a representative of Judaism, and you wanted to know from me, how can I find my way through this problem? So, I didn't stop you, right? I, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, even though I saw that you were kind of jumping ahead of yourself, at, initially I tried to dissuade you, the Ramam says, and I wanted you to go things in order. I, in other words, to say, I thought you were jumping ahead of yourself by getting a little too far ahead. And I wanted to teach you that the only way to answer these types of questions is to go in an orderly manner. The reason why I did this, the Rambam says, was because I wanted you to achieve an understanding on your own in the proper methods of thought of these very difficult issues. I did not want you to just come up with these ideas that the Ramam describes by accident. And here the um, Pines translation says accident, whereas the Kapach translation in Hebrew says mikra, which is chance. In other words, I didn't want you to just read a book of the answers. So for example, um, I didn't want you to just simply uh, you know, have a question. Let's put it in modern terms. Let's say you have a contradiction between the Torah, uh, which seems to indicate that the world is uh, approximately 6,000 years old, and science, which seems to indicate that the world is much, 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 much older than that. So, um, so you have a contradiction, and you read a one-paragraph article in the newspaper, or in the, online, or on Facebook, or on Google that says, uh, the answer is that, blah, blah, bing, bong, done. That's not, the Ramam says, what I wanted you to do. I didn't want you to come to it by chance. I'm using Kapach's translation, it's a little better. I wanted you to go through the process. I wanted you to go through the process of analyzing what the problem is, and then having gained the scientific and philosophical and logical knowledge, coming to a solution. That was my purpose, the Ramam says. And therefore, the Ramam says, whenever you... Uh, were studying with me a, a verse, a pasuk from the Bible or some text in Chazal. 
some text in the words of the rabbis of the Talmud, for example. And it seemed that it was pointing to some strange, unusual idea. Um, I didn't stop from trying to explain it to you. I wanted to explain it to you and I wanted to teach it to you so that you can understand the proper way. And at the point when you had to take leave of me and it was time for you to, to move and leave, and we don't know exactly what the circumstances were that led this Rabbi Yosef, the student of the Rambam, to leave, he, he, um, he, uh, uh, we had no longer the opportunity to study these things. And um, at this point I realized that I had um, kind of made a promise to you that I was going to help you with the answers to these questions, but I could no longer do it in person. So therefore I decided that through this book, I will answer your questions and I will fulfill my obligation to you of helping you through this thing. So the Ramam is basically saying here that he is going to provide the, the path to the answer, not the answer. I don't want you to get the answer derech mikra by chance by reading the answer. I want you to get the answer by learning how to find the answer. And that is the crux of what this book is really about. This book is not about the answers, although on many occasions the Ramam does indicate answers to some questions. But much more than that, it's a book about how to find the answer. And that's why this book is timeless. The reason why it's timeless is because even though the Rambam's philosophical conundrums and problems and contradictions were way different than ours, because the Rambam dealt with a completely different scientific and philosophical world than we have today, However, the path to the answers is the same. And we're going to learn in this book together what the path for the answer is. And therefore, I divided this book and the Ramam completes the letter into different chapters, addressing different subjects. And everything that um, I am uh, going to write, I'm gonna send to you uh, piece by piece, chapter by chapter. Apparently the Rambam wrote it and sent it in letters, um, in sections, as opposed to sending him the entire book at once. And then he says, and, and here we have two different translations. In English, Pines translates, be in good health, is the greeting that the Rambam ends the letter with. And in the Hebrew, Kapach has, and be at, and you should be at peace. I'm not exactly sure which is the more correct one, but those are the two translations that I have in front of me. Thank you so much for studying the, uh, together with me this first letter that the Ramam wrote to his student, Rabbi Yosef. Looking forward to studying the remainder of this book the next time we are going to read the Rambam's introduction. Have a wonderful day.